0: Welcome to Glitter and Braids, the podcast with a purpose and not much of a plan. The purpose is to be a bridge to getting people to Jesus. I believe the kingdom comes as a sparkle. In a world where many people feel the pressure to write their own story, my prayer is that God uses this podcast to help you see that you are already an important part of His story. He will call upon your strengths, expose your weaknesses, and cover you in glitter. The patterns of God are revealed through stories that showcase his faithfulness in the hidden treasure moments in a highlight reel culture. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Glitter Embrace. If this is your first time here, hi, my name is Caitlin. I wanted to do a short little update podcast. On where I've been, I feel like one of those YouTubers that took a hiatus and then feels like they need to come back and explain just what they've been doing for the past couple of months. I don't think that I have that type of following, but if you are here and have been a faithful listener of Glitter and Braids and you've wondered where all the new episodes have been or what I've been doing, uh, here's your update. I have been posting a few short videos sporadically on Instagram. My Instagram handle is glitter20braids, and I have linked it with my personal account, which is km 20 I'm trying to be better about linking things together, so if you want to follow on multiple platforms, that that is accessible to you. So, this episode, I think, is, besides being an update, which I've already shared, a... In between episode of season one and season two, I had been praying through what I felt God wanted to do with the podcast next, and as I mentioned at the end of part three of Love Letters from Bathroom Prison, I felt that God was always leading me towards that chapter of my life and telling the story behind all of that more of a deep dive. The episode that has been the most popular thus far has been episode eight pain and patterns and it was the one that I was most insecure about posting almost took it down multiple times but figured that if It was as awful as I felt it was that it would just fade into the background in the grand scheme of things and that I just did not have very many people listening to the podcast, so it just didn't matter. I was trusting that God would do with it whatever he wanted, and it turns out that he wanted people to hear it or that you were drawn to it. So thank you so much for listening to that episode, like I said. Uh, I felt very strange about it, but God knows, things I apparently don't. I, taking that information from that episode and the fact that so many people listen to it, I went back and found the very first email that I sent to the person that I mentioned at the end of the episode where I talked about my legacy, which is that if I were a mini glitter-covered version of that pastor, it would mean that I spent my life helping other people see the patterns of God, which is what I'm hoping God uses me to do through this podcast, but also in my real life. And that was part of the reason that I took the extended break that I did because I've done literally everything wrong when it comes to starting a podcast if you read any article they tell you to upload consistently promote it a lot let everybody like to just keep putting out content so that way people can find it and I didn't do any of that I uploaded when I felt like doing it. I don't have a fancy recording studio. I do this all from my home, or from my phone, and usually at my home, and I don't really plan out what I'm going to talk about. I pray before doing it. Some of what I've shared in the previous 12 episodes have been things that I've written, so I read from it, which was the case with the love letters from bathroom prison. I just really want God to guide the podcast. It is his story and I'm just a character in it. And some of the wisdom that I had gotten when I was writing the love letters from bathroom prison and really rustling through that process was that it is God's story, not mine, which means that he may want to use it in ways that are not my first choice and i've also been praying some pretty bold prayers recently about asking god to not keep me too comfortable that if i'm comfortable then that means that i am in danger of not being dependent on him and the ways that i'm called out of my comfort zone are sharing some of these stories with you on the podcast because once I do that. I don't have any control of what happens from here. But God has been faithful in the past and I know that he will be faithful now and it has just been um, really cool for me whenever I get a glimpse of how he is using the work that he's done in my life to draw somebody else closer to him. So I want to be obedient and putting the stories on here that I feel like he is leading me to share. In his timing, I didn't want to be the Sick Girl podcast, and that chapter of my life was so significant. I have been encouraged by Sadie Robertson's podcast, Whoa, That's Good, and she has typically guests on hers and doesn't do a lot of standalone episodes but she always asks them what their best piece of advice is that they've ever been given and Lauren Daigle said that hers was the freedom to be misunderstood and it is one that I have replayed in my head a lot especially as I have ventured into the social media space because people can just interpret things differently than how you intended. So I always pray that God guards my mouth. And while I cannot control how other people interpret things, I also want to be mindful of the way in which I communicate. So in the next segment, I do mention that the best thing that God ever did was wreck my house through my health circumstances. And I realized that the way that that could Maybe be interpreted by somebody is that I think that God purposely made me sick, and I do not believe that at all. I always say that God destroying my house literally and figuratively through my health circumstances was the best thing that ever happened to my family because He rebuilt me, our house, and each of us from the ground up with. Him at the center of it all, and there have just been so many hidden treasures of that season of suffering, and while my food digestion is no longer my struggle, I am still just as dependent on God today as I was when I was in bathroom prison, and I know that there are a lot of people in their own version of bathroom prison, and Jesus is the only way out of that. And I hope that by sharing my journey to Jesus, that you are able to experience this same level of freedom that only he can offer. In this in-between episode, I thought that I would read you that email that I sent. Um, It's called Shadow Mission, which was how I landed that episode eight. So if you have not listened to episode eight, I would encourage you to do so, but I am trying to be mindful of your time and having each episode function as a stand alone so you're not confused if this is your first time here. I do not want to confuse anyone. Okay, so here we go with the email. Hi, my name is Caitlin Heinel. I found out about your church through a friend on Facebook earlier this year. Since last August, I have been incredibly ill with a condition that caused me to regurgitate anything and everything I ate and caused me to lose a ton of weight along with my energy to carry out everyday activities. I am a 23-year-old girl with a passion for fitness and running, and I had to take spring semester off. I was supposed to graduate this month. Due to not being physically and mentally strong enough, I had to stop. I saw 17 doctors and finally had to be admitted to the Cleveland Clinic two weeks ago to get a feeding tube placed that bypasses my stomach in order to keep me alive. I am home now, but was just charged without a clear diagnosis. The medical community had nothing more to offer me. I tell you all of that to tell you this. My relationship with God has been very distant since grade school. As cliche as it sounds, I didn't understand the value of having a relationship with God until I got sick. To use your analogy, I had my health, school, and future career as the center of my wheel instead of God. And when all those things got taken from me, I felt broken. Your sermons made me realize my ultimate dependence on God. To quote you again, God's love for me is highly compatible with experiencing really hard things in life. I'm sorry for my lengthy email, but I wanted to share a really cool God experience that came out of this trying time. I really enjoyed your series, Why Not Me, and really connected with the shadow mission idea. When I was in the hospital two weeks ago, the last place I wanted to be, I was incredibly vocal about wanting to be discharged on Friday, April 22nd of 2016. However, that didn't turn out to be in the cards for me. That night, I got a a new roommate and I overheard her talking to someone on the phone and discovered she suffered from a lot of the same stomach conditions that I have for over 10 years. After she got off the phone, I passed her and we started talking. I learned that her son had overdosed on heroin a month prior. She is unmarried, and he was her only child. I sat on the bed with her and held her hand while she cried and told me stories about him. We made plans to walk the hospital together and to go to the J Building Pavilion, a Cleveland Clinic hotspot, to color together the next day. We remain in contact, and I'm planning on doing a walk with her in Canton in two weeks for families affected by substance abuse called Steps of Change. I shared your church app with her and recommended the sermons. The feeling that washed over me that night and any time I tell this story gives me chills. I felt like God kept me in the hospital longer than I wanted because he needed me to to meet her. She was my shadow mission. It is amazing what happens when you open your eyes and heart to God. There were so many gifts of that hospital experience. It freed me from the pressure to pretend like my life was going well because nobody in the hospital is there because their life is going well. And I had missed people up until that point. I spent nine months eating and regurgitating food, primarily in my basement we had this whole setup with party tablecloths it was such a mess and maybe I'll do an episode on that just because it was so crazy people probably don't have a category for some of the things that we did we became we being my parents and my brother Matt we became so adaptable and seeing things in new ways like party tablecloths they are wonderful if you're projectile regurgitating I'm going to close out this episode with a short thing that I spent some time writing today. Writing has been a super frustrating process for me. Going back to episode 8 where I had mentioned the Fueled by Faith Not Food book that I started writing in 2017, I felt some nudges to start writing again and it's been a little bit difficult for me just because I view that past pain with a different perspective now and independent of the outcome which was that God miraculously healed my body in July of 2020 all of the pain was so worth it so going back and rereading some of the things that I wrote and just feeling the pain and the anger and some emotions that just don't resonate with me anymore because of some distance from it is just a hard place to write from but I know that those were real emotions that I felt at that time and that God can use what I experienced to help other people so I'm going to read you what I wrote this afternoon to close out this episode and then uh, the next time you hear from me will be season two episode one. I don't know what the title will be yet. Potentially Pain and Perspective. Okay, so here we go. This is God speaking. Hey, Caitlin. You made it. The day you spent almost every minute of the last six years dreaming of is finally here. You are free. What does it feel like? Me. Honestly, it feels scary. I don't know what to do with all my time. What did I used to do? God. God. Well, you spent a lot of time being afraid. Afraid of pain, afraid of people, and afraid of not being perfect. Ah, yes, I see a pattern here. What did you learn in bathroom prison? I can be fearless because you are faithful. Right. So do you trust me? Because if you do, you are the one making this hard. This is a conversation that God and I have had on countless occasions since I was freed from bathroom prison on July 20th of 2020. My fears have been different, but it has all come back to whether or not I trust him. I have found it comes naturally to me to trust him with the big things like when I pulled the feeding tube back in 2016, but I still sometimes struggle with the little things. It's funny because this is the inverse of how God chose me that he trusts me. He gives me little things and then bigger things. So I hope that if you're listening to this and you are struggling with trusting God, that you can know that you are not alone in that. Somebody listened to episode 8 and they told me that they were just blown away by my faith. And I think that it can be intimidating at times to hear somebody else's story or encounter with Jesus and be like, I could never have faith like that. And here's the secret. You pray about it. You pray for God to give you the faith to endure whatever it is you're going through. I did not just arrive here. There were a lot of moments where I didn't know if God saw me at all. And I was incredibly frustrated and just confused I felt like I was knocking on doors God wasn't answering me he was just being really silent and one of the things that I learned is to not mistake silence for absence that I had actually found where I wrote that somewhere in my planner and that in the absence of clarity it's an opportunity to trust him and that my job is to just keep showing up so here I am One last thing, going back to the not mistaking silence for absence. If you don't see God moving in one area of your life, which you not seeing it does not mean that he's not doing something, but sometimes it feels that way. For a long time, it didn't seem like God was moving the needle at all as it pertains to my physical health, and if it was moving, it was moving in the exact opposite direction of where I was hoping it would go. Uh, But, you know, here I am. So just clearly don't know everything. Sometimes things moving in the wrong direction are actually moving in the wrong direction from our point of view are actually moving us in the right direction in, in God's view. God has the perspective that we do not have. But back to what I was originally wanting to say was that if it appears that he is not doing something in one area, It might be to draw your attention to what he is doing in a different area because while my health situation didn't seem to be changing, God was doing some really big things in other areas of my life. There was one sermon that I listened to when I was sick that talked about this where there's one tree that distracts you from the entire forest, and for a little bit, the one tree that I was focused on was my health. And it blinded me to all the other trees that God had given me. So, yes, it was unfortunate that my body wasn't allowing me to digest food. But it had given me other gifts, like the opportunity to be a stay-at-home dog mom with Bentley for the first five years of his life. So, you know, shift in perspective. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to an episode of Glitter and Braids. My prayer is that it helped you to know God better and love Him more, to live fearlessly because He is faithful, and inspires you to leave a little sparkle wherever you go.